Welcome. Welcome to a feisty day. I know every show is feisty, but today is going to be a little extra, a little extra feisty. We have Melina, I'm going to say, Jorensen. Yes, Jorensen you got in it the right. house. There you, you go. Right. There you, you go. She is in the house. We're going to get to that in just a second. It's going to be uh, a great debate, a hot discussion. We're going to talk everything from open marriages, pair bonding, body count, female promiscuity, you name it. So all that's coming. Before we start today, I just have to tell you who today's show is brought to you by. One of my favorite, favorite products in the world. Y'all know that I'm out to defeat the matrix. Y'all know I'm out to keep you healthy. My favorite supplement in the entire world, something I take every single day. It's called Nativim, N-A-D-O-V-I-M. It comes from the New York Center for Innovative Medicine, which is one of the leading health institutions in the entire world. It comes from Dr. Schultz, who is beyond brilliant. They rigorously, rigorously test their supplements. Now, what is it? Have you ever heard of those IV NADs that folks like Joe Rogan are getting? There's a lot of celebrities out there always saying, oh, I went for an IV NAD and I feel so amazing. I've had them done. I actually had them done at the center. They are amazing. But I wanted a way to keep up with that. NAD is um, a, a molecule in the body that gives us energy. It helps to support your brain. And as you get older, you have less and less NAD. So if you've been out there having trouble with memory, with focus, with concentration, if you start a sentence and you're like, what was I going to say? You start getting that brain fog. If you've had any type of chronic illness that has caused your brain to not be at peak capacity and, and given you some of that brain fog, this supplement. Nativim is for you. It's the same quality, potency, incredible uh, NAD that you get in an IV, only it's in a capsule that you can take right in your living room, your kitchen, wherever you take your supplements. Two capsules a day. I take them every day. It makes an enormous difference. Not only is it NAD, though, they put a whole bunch of really cool stuff in here. Botanicals, nutrients, cat's claw, bacopa, CoQ10, glycine to increase that absorption. They rigorously, rigorously test their supplements there so you know that you're not getting any nasty heavy metals. You're not getting any stuff in there that's going to compromise your body's ability to break that stuff down and improve your mental focus every single day. I have a fantastic offer for you today. You ready? 20% off of your order of Nativim. You're going to go to Nativim.com. We're going to put a link in the description, Nativim.com backslash Jedediah, and you can get 20% off. I urge you to try it. If I were heading into a desert, of island, a desert island, if I was trying to escape the matrix, if I had to go somewhere and they said you only get one supplement, it would not even be a competition. I would take this one. It makes such an enormous difference in my health. And by the way, I've been detoxing, as you know, mold, which has been a nightmare from that mold exposure. Without this supplement, I would have been completely lost. So if you're struggling with any of these things, or if you just want to be at your sharpest, right? You're out there, you're making your money, you're making your moves. You want to be sharp. This is the supplement for you. I swear by it. I told you I wouldn't try to sell you anything that I don't use and don't believe in every single day. Nativim, get yours today. You will not be sorry. And by the way, if you're ever struggling with something chronic, take a look at the New York Center for Innovative Medicine out in Huntington, Long Island. I'm going to visit them in about a month. I cannot wait. They are revolutionary and incredible and some of the best humans I know. Get your supplement today. All right. I'm back. 
I'm back, everyone. I'm back. I love I love promoting these products because I really believe in them. All right, so here we are. Melina. Yes. You ready? Yeah, yeah. All right. So <laughs> so I want, I mean, I could intro you here, but oh. better than me introing you, I want you to share. A lot of people know you. Well, some know you from streaming, right? Mm-hmm. You've been very famous doing Twitch, all yeah. that stuff. But others know you because you've been on a lot of interviews with Destiny, your Destiny's wife. <laughs> Destiny's <laughs> yeah, been here two times. Yes. And mm-hmm. we've agreed uh, that maybe 2% of the time and we disagree about 98% of the time. Yeah. But he's That's always ready fun. For the debate today there you go. Well. You're ready for the feisty. I know you came prepared. Um, it's like one of his dogs is just let out. And I'm just ready <laughs> to go. fucking attack it. Maybe go. he's <laughs> watching. Maybe he's watching. But um, you're, are you 24 or 25 at 24. this point? 24 mm-hmm. years old. Okay, you're from Sweden. Yeah. Um, you gained fame through uh, Twitch scre- streaming, right? Yeah. Is that correct? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have a Fansly account. What is a Fansly? Is that like OnlyFans? Uh, yes. Kind okay. of. It's kind of like Fansly or it's kind of like OnlyFans, but I don't use it as other people do kind of that does Fansly or OnlyFans. I do more like photo shoots that's like however I want it. Okay. So, it's so you're not, not like half naked all over there and doing stuff like that. I mean some some pictures are. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. shout out she's to trying to get, <laughs> She's trying to get you to go. <laughs> so, she's trying to get you to go yeah. to the Fansly account, right? Good marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I saw exactly. What just some is there. but some isn't. So like okay. I guess like the the lowest subscription is like no not even cleavage anything. Like it's okay. just very like whatever I feel like. Oh, you want, gotta I pay to more to get oh it's like if Sometimes, you do this. Yeah, it's any picture. It's any sort of picture. Sometimes it's just like So if you want to smile from Alina, you you get it pay this amount exactly. but if you're looking for something else you got wow that's uh that's interesting yeah. it um, just works it's somehow it does you make good money there yeah for okay. sure and then i get more time by making money there i get more time to like do other things so it's nice that way but i just recently started like a few months ago okay yeah. and then you go by melina.jorensen on youtube and yeah. instagram as well that's where people mm-hmm. can find you so what i want to do today we we're very different we're completely yeah. different ages <laughs> yeah. right okay i'm in my 40s you're in your 20s yeah, completely um, different we're both married the world going to, yeah we're both married that's but true. we have very different marriages i'm in mm-hmm. a monogamous relationship i yeah. have a, a child i have a three-year-old who's my entire world mm-hmm. um you are married as well you're in an open relationship mm-hmm. you've done a lot of interviews talking about that so i want to talk to you about about areas where I think we see things differently. Yeah. And I'm sure there'll be some common ground, right? Mm-hmm. There always is. But I want to talk about your your relationship past and then also your relationship with Destiny, which people, I've had him on. And I'm always thinking to myself, I wish I could ask her that directly. <laughs> you know, I, I believe men and women are different and I have a feeling mm. your answers might differ a bit. I would like to talk about pair bonding and what, what sex without emotion, um, how you manage that in mm-hmm. an open relationship. It's, it's fascinating to me. Um, I could never do it. I admittedly could not make that work mm-hmm. for many reasons, but I want to hear your opinion about that. And then in generally, I just want to talk about things like body count, the red pill movement, the Andrew Tates. We're not going to get into politics mm-hmm. too deeply, although I might ask you if you are yeah. if you agree with Destiny on stuff, in which case <laughs> we'll have to escort you yeah, out. Exactly. No. <laughs> All right. So thank you for being here first yeah. and foremost. Thank um, you for having me. This will be interesting, everyone. Mm-hmm. By the way, the chat will be open. We're going to do $10 and up today because I want you to really hear um, this conversation well. So $10 and up, Delhi will be passing those over to me as we go on. All right. So one thing that was really interesting to me, I watched an interview with you and I did my homework watching mm-hmm. some interviews with you and Destiny. And one thing that was asked the other day was someone said, you know, have you always been in open relationships? And you said that you've been in open relationships since high school. All of your relationships All have been open? All of my relationships have been open, yeah. Why? So, <laughs> so, okay. Um, went to high school, fell in love with a guy. He had a lot of, like, commitment problems and didn't really want to, like, date around. 
So, and I knew that he was seeing other people. So I kind of like just had to like learn how to deal with that a little bit. So wait, hold on. Did you want that relationship, that first relationship? I wanted that relationship really badly. Did you yeah. want it to be just you and him? Um, if you had been able to make that decision. I don't think it really came to my mind. It was just more like I just want him. That's like, that's it. Okay. And then I met another person or I had uh, someone in my class that said that they, that he was doing a polyamorous relationship. And I was like, what is that? And then he explained like, oh, so I'm dating like two people at the same time and my partner is or one of them is dating multiple people, too. And that's just how it is. I'm like, well, that kind of makes sense. Why, why would you have to? I've never heard of that before. Mm -hmm. So it felt more like like, oh, yeah, I think that's me. <laughs> just it just makes a lot more sense than just being with one person, and especially like when you're very young. Why would you miss out on other opportunities or like grow with other people than just you know, that's that's how I saw it. Did you ever meet mm -hmm. a guy that changed your mind about that where you felt like I really could just do this with just him? That might be my if I had my druthers, that's how I'd make this work. And maybe you didn't do it that way, but you felt that inclination. <sighs> so I've had one person that did say that he didn't want to do it anymore that way. And I said that we couldn't do that pretty much. And he got very, very, very upset to like a very, like, I don't know, like it felt dangerous, like how upset he was. And he was expressing some feelings that I didn't like. So I kind of jealous just, like, yeah, like he got really, he wanted to do a monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't want to do that. And then he said that he would harm himself if, if we did. So mm -hmm. it was like, just not, it was just not a good thing. But I couldn't even, there was no way, like, there was no way that I could just date this person and see this person for the rest of my life. There was just no way. Mm -hmm. And also like that jealousy thing, I just could not deal with. Like ha this is not a good idea. Has there mm -hmm. been anyone though that you've dated that you would say, I could do that just him for the right, including Destiny, who you're married to now. I, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Why, the, why or is that? I, the only thing that I could probably see myself do is like I have a partner and we do things together with other people. Maybe that could be fine. Um, at this point, I feel like I could probably be okay with it, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, otherwise, no, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> so what do you say to people, to play devil's advocate, what do you say to people who say you haven't met the right guy and that's why you're feeling that way? Like something's missing that is making you look toward many guys as opposed to just one guy. What would you say to that? Um, they probably view it that way. So mm -hmm. they're probably projecting their feelings or how they view the world onto me. <laughs> so, and there's just no way that I could probably, there's no way I could explain it unless I give like examples of, like imagine just having one friend kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like why do you have multiple friends? And mm -hmm. what do you like about having multiple friends? Why can't you just have one? So that's different to me because I can see that mm -hmm. having multiple friends, yeah. multiple friends, you know, different people bring different things to the table. Yeah. From my perspective though, there's something so incredible about intimacy. And I know you've talked about intimacy and you do believe that intimacy as well. I think we agree there yeah. that sex is intimate. Mm -hmm. um, there's something so incredible and so beautiful about having that be between just two people because then it sets it above and apart all else right so if you for example had you know 20 friends and you did the exact same thing with all of them and you know you don't have 20 friends that are all best friends right mm -hmm. typically you have one that really stands mm -hmm. out or you have that's what you know marriage and relationships are to me it's like you get involved with somebody and you get that tunnel vision for them and you want something really special just with them so that it sets it apart so you just don't see it that way you feel differently no I, like right now I'm trying to like um just an example of I'm trying to find like a work partner that is it's not like a relationship or anything but if I had a work partner that I would work with every day and that would like that would push me to mm -hmm. uh, you know like me being more creative or whatever if I would have something like that that would be a very unique relationship 
and it's not like anything else. And it's the same thing when like I'm married to my husband. Like we go home to each other every day. Mm-hmm. We are around each other all the time. And we want to have a future and like kids together in some time, you know? That's like one thing. And if I go and see someone that I like to travel with and I might like be sexual with them or something, that's like a completely different thing too. So I kind of, that's how I view it. I view just like having multiple friends for different sort of reasons, I guess. How do you separate the <laughs> physical though in terms of, for me, you know, that's the pinnacle, right? And I, I'm somebody who didn't sleep around. I wasn't promiscuous. I didn't have that kind of past. I had a really hard time actually even contemplating that because for me, it was like sex was sacred, right? It was going to be with somebody that you loved and you really cared about and you saw it going somewhere that, you know, could lead potentially toward, you know, either a serious relationship, marriage, whatever it would be. So how do you, how do you, if, if you open that sphere, that super intimate sphere up to multiple people, mm-hmm. how do you continue to make it special and unique with destiny? Okay, if you're- so this is what I think is happening. Okay, so I'm from Sweden where we are a lot more, um, not, we're not as religious. Mm-hmm. We don't really view sex as like a super secret thing. We're a lot more just, you just hook up with someone for fun. And it feels mm-hmm. a lot more equal when it comes to that with like women and men. We don't, it's not like a huge difference like it is here. So I kind of just grew up with sex can be a lot of things. It doesn't just have to be like this like romantic and like intimate thing. It could be a completely different thing where you're just playing around or you could have someone that you really like, you like to do kinky stuff with, but there's another person that you feel super, super like lovey with. And they could, it can be so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel, okay, so I was thinking about this a few days ago. It's kind of like this. If you view um, sex as one color and you have blue, that's it. That's the, that's all there is to it. For me, it's like, okay, if you want to paint a painting, you just paint it blue and that's it. It's just like, that's how it is. If, But I feel like I, I view it as a lot of different colors and I can create a lot of, with those colors, I can create like a canvas with like a ton mm-hmm. of different things. So that, that's what it feels like when I'm communicating with people that ha- the view sex is a bit more secret and just you know, a private thing that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I it could view, be so many different things. I just yeah. view it as really special. Yeah. You know? I mean, so more I than, more than special, but you know. it, it can be special in not just one color. That's how I view it. Here's yeah. the thing though. And then I want to ask you about, mm-hmm. I'm curious about your background a little bit more. You only get one body, right? You only get one body to share. It's up to you. There are people who stay mm-hmm. virgins till they get married. That wasn't me. Um, there are people who are very hyper promiscuous, choose that life. But the way I see it, you only get one body to, to share. You know, you can make that decision. And some people decide they're going to share their body with just one person their whole life, right? So for me, I see it as such a beautiful thing to preserve that for somebody that you're really into. So you can talk about colors and you can talk about textures yeah. <laughs> and people, but ultimately you're, you're sharing your energy and your person, right? The most intimate part of your being. Ultimately this, if you ever have kids and you said you probably mm-hmm. aren't, this is going to become your womb. You're going to carry a baby in there, mm-hmm. right? This is super personal. And the more you share that with just the masses, the less value it's going to have to that one man. That's just how I see it. Not to judge your lifestyle, by the way. Let me say to the audience and to Melina, to you, I'm a full supporter of freedom. I mm-hmm. want you to live the life that makes you the happiest. I want you to build the relationship that makes you happy. That's not up to me. I don't want to, but I'm, I'm coming at, I just want to share with you why I think it, it could potentially be an issue if this were something that people did at large. And also just 
kind of pick your brain about, you know, because oftentimes people will come on the show, see things different from me and they'll ask me questions and I leave and I'm like, hmm, I hadn't thought about that. That's really a good point. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just really, that's really where this yeah, is coming you're, you're from good. a good place. <laughs> I'm curious about your family. Um, I don't know if you're mm-hmm. close with your family. Mm-hmm. I can't, I come from a family to share and be transparent. My parents have been together forever. Um, they're not always getting along. Hi, mom and dad. They're mm-hmm. crazy Italians. So sometimes they're getting along and sometimes they're sometimes, chasing okay. each other around the house like yeah. crazy and whatnot. But they've been together for, I think, more than 50 years it is now. Um, and that was kind of the model I had growing up. Are your parent? Do you have a, what does your family look like? Um, so my parents divorced when I was like 15. Okay. Something like that. I, I think they should have divorced earlier than that. <laughs> they were just very, very different. I think they handled things and wanted to like raise their kids a bit differently. Mm-hmm. So uh, did they have other. an open relationship? I think they did. Oh, you think they did? <laughs> yeah, okay. I think so. That was like what was understood in the house. Yeah, I, I, I come from a, I don't know, like my parents are a little wild too. Like on both sides. Yeah, mom on both sides okay. they are for sure. But I, I think it's just because they're Swedish. Okay. I think that's what it is. Like my mom has told me some stuff. My dad doesn't, doesn't want to talk about it, of course, but <laughs> right. he tells me a little bit about stuff that he does, of course. But I mean, it's, that's just humans. I don't know. That's how I view it. Okay. I come from that background, that sort of country where we just view it that way. So then mm-hmm. they wouldn't be, I don't know if they're supportive of your relationship with Destiny or if they know I Destiny. I don't really talk about him. Much. Oh, okay. So no, no, no. do they know him? Have they met uh, him? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. But okay. I don't really talk about my relationship with like other people or anything like they, that. They when, might have the no. internet. I'm just saying they might that's have true. Oh, yeah, of course. Like they might <laughs> be watching, but it's like my exactly. dad is very like, do whatever you want. Just don't let me know about it. That's like all he does. He's not like seeking things up or anything. So I'm curious oh. about, I've heard you talk about, you know, polyamory versus an open relationship. I think there are some distinctions I would agree, but what are the terms of your relationship with destiny? What, what, what defines cheating? It does cheating exist. Yeah, what does course. that look like? I think cheating is when you're hiding or lying about some sort of activity that you're trying to, you know, like you're lying about it because you know, it might be wrong or you don't want to communicate about it. I think that's a lie. So what are the yeah. terms? Like, how, how does this, ha- like, if, if Destiny, because I had seen a video, I don't know, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, that blew up online. It was, like, everywhere. Oh. Apparently on <laughs> Destiny's, people who don't know, yeah. it was on Destiny's mm-hmm. stream. You walked into the room. He was talking about how if he wanted to hook up with someone, mm-hmm. you know, you had to have someone to hook up with, and you were more picky than he was. And so it was, like, this whole big, you know, I wouldn't call it a fight, but it was definitely, like, a little clash that happened that we all watched. Yeah. So are those the terms that if your guys are going to go and hook up with other people, do you both have to have I someone? think it's personally, I think it's good to have that. That has like, I feel like that's maybe happened three times in a relationship that we actually seen someone at this, like at the same time that doesn't usually happen. I feel like that can prevent uh, someone from feeling alone. Let's say that I'm like PMSing one day mm-hmm. and then he doesn't want to hang out with me and he wants to hang out with someone else. And I'm like, I wanted to like hang out or something like that. So it's, it's just better to like have your, to do something so you're not just like sitting at home that's like how you of course it can be that way but what if you grew up with that day and do you really want to create more tension or anything like that you know to me when I heard that Mm -hmm. I I wondered if maybe you were uncomfortable with the situation and that's why because the way I feel about it it's like I look at it and I said well maybe she wanted you know to have her own thing going on because Mm -hmm. it would probably just by human nature be kind of awkward for you to be sitting at home (laughs) folding clothes doing whatever you do around the house and he's out galvanting with some girl if you're distracted probably it could be that but it could also be the case that we we run into some issue or something Mm -hmm. or something has happened that was not the best for the relationship at the time it just feels like we have a lot more to like focus on um so it doesn't necessarily have to be the case that we're seeing someone at the same time uh, I think just like feeling like you're involved and that you're not like a problem or that you're outside or like not included. 
is probably the feeling that we both want to avoid. I'm not mm, sure if he okay. cares too much about it, uh, but I like to feel involved in things. Who's the jealous one? Um, I think he's going to hate me. For I think uh -huh. we both are. I think I say it more whenever there is anything. I think I'm more vocal about it than he is. Do you get to <laughs> do you, uh, that? I'm sure just, if he's in the chat, he, he wasn't no, like, before, jealous like that. So this is how, okay, this is how it is. I think he gets jealous if I if I have an experience that he might want, not with me necessarily, but let's say that um, let's say that I it's easier for me to see a guy. Like I could pick any guy in DMs. I don't really want to do that because that's fucking scary. But let's say I have that and he doesn't have, you know, um, oh, like that. It's easier for it's you. Easy, to yeah, kind of like that. By virtue of being and a woman, if he frankly. feels, let's say that he, let's say we saw someone at the same time and his hookup sucked and mine was really good. Then it's kind of like fuck. I wanted to have like a good experience, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think we both can feel that way, especially because I really like women, and I don't really get nearly as many girls in my DMs than he does. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't like that. So yeah, um, that's one thing. So he yeah. has been open that he's sexual with both men and women, mm -hmm. and you're now saying you're sexual with both men and women. Yeah. Wow, that's quite I an interesting more, I do that more than he does, though, for sure. Like, he is a little bit more picky with guys, I'd say. Yeah. Or like, what, what he does what and he does. stuff. Yeah, I'm, like, can do whatever the fuck. Do yeah. you get to flag somebody? Like, say he wants to hook up with somebody, and you're like, do you get to say, nope, not that one? No, I don't get to say that. Or does, does he? What if it's a <laughs> I guy? mean, I will say it. If I know that, like, this is, don't fuck that cunt. That's going to get really dramatic real quick. I will say it. But he pro he's probably not going to like that, that I say that. Is anyone off the table? Like, what if it's an ex of yours? Or what if it's a really good friend? Like a sibling or something. Crazy. Well, that, that's a bit... I mean, I feel like that's already, you know... <laughs> but what if it's an ex, somebody you dated that you had an emotional connection with? And is that is he... That person can re-enter your life as well and just... Like, for me or with him? No, for you. Let's say you're... Let's say Destiny's going and hooking up with whoever. Mm -hmm. And you're... You get a call from whoever, Joe. Yeah. And you dated Joe in the past. You're not dating him anymore. But you definitely had a connection that was beyond physical with mm -hmm. him. Is he able to be cycled through yeah, the chain? Yeah, he doesn't, give, he doesn't care at all. Why Why do you think it is that Destiny doesn't care? That seems very odd to me. Because I picked him. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm married to Steven, right? Like, it, clearly, like, he is the one that I spend most of my time with, so... Most yeah. guys have a really hard time yeah. processing that. First of all, sharing at all, right? They wouldn't... Mm -hmm. Most guys would not be able to do this. I think you can acknowledge that mm -hmm. as well. But most guys, I feel like, you know, when they really like a girl... And I'm not saying he doesn't like you. I'm just saying he, he operates a little bit differently. But most guys want to kind of claim that person. Like, they would be very threatening and very uncomfortable for them to have an ex-boyfriend come back into play. Mm -hmm. Why is do you see how that might be odd for the average person to process that yeah. destiny would be cool with that? Yeah, sure. So is there no point at which it becomes the feeling start? It starts to feel fragile. Like, are you not worried at all that destiny could become emotionally entangled with someone else so much so that it could end your relationship or you could meet a guy that all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, I never thought this could happen. But here I am. I feel like if he met someone and just fell for them really hard and then was like about to leave me, he would be an idiot because he would like, he would throw away four years of relationship. Like, like why would you do that? Like for someone that you just met, they have no idea what their bad days looks like. You have no idea if they even clean the house and you have no idea. But, I, but do you yeah. think that that could happen? Like, do you, in your back of your mind when he goes off to do these mm -hmm. excursions, yeah, does that, course. is that something that you think but about? But also, I think, I think your husband can go to work and meet someone and just talk to them all day. Well, he could, right? he can yeah, go yeah, yeah. to work, but he's not. No, 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 but like, for anyone, like, yeah, I think it could be, 
He can. I think That's it true. can happen. Yeah, it can happen anytime. You can yeah. have an affair. Of mm-hmm. course, you know, yeah. a husband can go to work and have an affair. But this is actually you're aware like this is 100 percent like, OK, I'm going out on Saturday night. You mm-hmm. know the terms. You've been made aware. Um, I kind of view it as this. If someone actually does do that, I think I, I think it's more me that dodged a bullet. <laughs> because if, if you really like are giving up a four years or just a very long relationship where you've worked things out and you know each other so well for something to, that you just met, you're probably a little crazy, I think. For me, like you're too crazy. You had said on one of your interviews that you had called him like a, a cheating brain or something and said that there was something to the effect of dishonesty. <laughs> and I'm just trying to figure yeah. out, most people would, would look at your relationship and be like, well, doesn't it feel like cheating mm. all the time? But you don't see it that way. So what what made that different I, for I you? just think lying about something is cheating. That's how I view it. It's just like, okay, you're not, like you're trying to exclude and you're trying to hide something from me that for some reason you are. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that he's like an evil person and wants to hide things or try to like manipulate me or anything like that. It's just more like this might be an embarrassing thing and I don't want to tell you about it because mm. it embarrasses me so hard. It could be something like that. Do you get emotionally entangled with any of the guys that you, you know, do you become emotionally involved with any of the guys that you sleep with on the side? In some way, yeah. What does I'd that, so. what does that mean? Um, do you miss them? Do you? There's, of course, like with every single person that you meet, especially if you have chemistry with them, there's going to be things that you probably associate with them that you miss that you don't have with anyone else, of course. Does it get to a point where you're saying, I love yous and... Mm. Not really. I mean, in a different way, maybe, but not really. It's not really happened. Do you do you are you aware of whether that happens on Destiny's side at all? If he's emotionally involved, like, do you, do you he ever gets emotionally involved? Yes, he does. Yes. He so does. are you are, are these other women saying I love you to him? Are they expressing themselves in a in a romantic way to him? I'm not sure because I choose to not look at his stuff much. <laughs> OK, I don't really do it. No. Would that bother you? Um, as long as I'm getting everything that I want, I'm fine. I think it's nice. I mean, I think it's like a cool thing. Like I, I could potentially even see like having like a third person live with us that we're all like dating because that would be super cool. I that don't know. Me, see, that's yeah, me, like, I, I that don't feels mind, a little yeah. bit different though. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, I, and I'm not somebody who, I don't endorse the, the open relationships. Mm-hmm. I do come from more of a religious background. That's where I'm coming from. But I also feel like there's such beauty and the sanctity of a union between a man and a woman personally um some in the audience disagree with me that's how I feel and I just feel like for me I'm coming at it from it's a foundation for family if you ever want to have kids um for society at large just to have that like mom dad child it just creates uh how do I say it just a solid foundation um with that being said I struggle with if destiny turned to you tomorrow and said you know, you have you obviously are bonded to destiny mm-hmm. in, a, in a big way. And it goes beyond the physical. It's mm-hmm. pretty clear to me from listening to you talk about mm-hmm. your relationship. If he said to you, I don't want to do this anymore like this. I want to just be with you. What would what would go through your mind? I don't I haven't really thought about it because I don't think he would ever say that. <laughs> maybe he would one day. Who knows? Well, I asked him here and mm-hmm. maybe he's watching, but I had asked him if you had children, if that would change. And he said that would be a conversation. I that think you would things have. would probably calm down because I don't think you would have time to see as many people as you might be or talk to people like because you have a child to take care of right mm-hmm. and I don't think it would be very good either to like have like random people show up at a house like going you know in and out it just that sounds kind of that's probably not the coolest thing either for the child I'd say yeah can you see mm-hmm. why what I'm saying for monogamy why that 
you know, why I why I believe strongly in that when you're talking about family mm-hmm. and children and their upbringing, yeah. you can see the benefit of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's interesting to me. Um, I had I had read another interview. I think it was with Lex Friedman. I'm looking mm-hmm. for that because I want to see where Destiny had said. Sometimes you guys argue about the open relationship, mm-hmm. or I, what what comes up that you disagree on or that causes friction? Is it just tense? Be I can't imagine truthfully the tension of the situation like that. But I what- think I'm a very how do I say this? I like to be emotional and share emotion mm-hmm. with my partner and with other people, and I like to feel like everyone is included kind of I, I just I just like love I just like love with a lot of people with everyone and everyone is like everyone has open communication it's just very very open space I think that he views it a little bit more like as um I'm kind of single I can do whatever I want like privately mm-hmm. I feel like he likes to do things alone a lot mm-hmm. more than I do uh, and I think that sometimes we run into issues where I feel like, why did you tell me about this mm-hmm. sort of thing? And then, because this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, why did I even have to tell you this? I'm like, you don't have to, but you should feel like you want to tell me about this because mm-hmm. we're sharing lives together sort of thing. So that's probably where the friction comes in sometimes that we just have very different views on um, like being communicative, I guess. Are you worried mm-hmm. at all like that you could wake up one day? We all change, right? We're all evolving. Mm-hmm. Um if you woke up one day and decided, I don't want to be in an open relationship, I want a family, I want something different. Um, let's say destiny was not on board, and you mutually agreed to part ways. Mm-hmm. Does it occur to you at all? Or do you think about like that, if you eventually did want that guy out there who wants to say, Melina, just you, you're it for me, just us two, that they would look back at your past of having been a little bit more promiscuous, and that that would be an obstacle for them that they couldn't get past. Do you ever think about that in terms of your future and where you may or may not wind up? Yeah, I hope to God there's other people at me, <laughs> like like me out there. That's what I'm going to assume. But there has to be. There got to be some people that's like me because my parents are. And I don't know, I come from that sort of background. Yeah. I think what scares men about it um, is, and I talk about this a lot, is women who are and you're saying you do bring emotion into it you're mm-hmm. saying you you're not saying i go and sleep with a whole bunch of guys and there's no emotion involved which which is actually the most with some interesting people it is but i would say it's a lot more fun when you when you're bonding and you have chemistry you're doing mm-hmm. something but it doesn't necessarily have to just be like it's not like romantic it, it could be just like a friendship thing let's say that i'm doing like then why do you have to sleep with them i'm curious if it's just a fr- why, why does it have to why does the sex have to be because so. you get to explore all of them like in in every way like because there's there's are there are a lot of feelings like around sex it doesn't have to be but it can be but it necessarily doesn't have to be like a romantical or like it doesn't have to be that way either um so i feel like if you do sleep with someone you open up like a lot more emotions and a lot more you're a lot more comfortable with them because you're showing your vulnerable side to them i guess mm-hmm. and i think that's really cool I think that's a cool thing. That's what most guys can't get past, though, because there's a lot of guys out there that want that, what you're talking about, right? That vulnerability that happens in the bedroom. But they want that woman to experience that just with them. They can't swallow that then you're going to go out and that very special connection is going to, it will become less special just by virtue of being shared, right? If you're sharing your vulnerability with destiny and then you're sharing your vulnerability with say, I'm just going to put a number on it, random number, five other guys that month, let's just say, it's not as special. It's not. I just don't think it's my 
kind of person I guess I'm gonna do the painting thing again if I paint a painting and I'm painting it in a certain way that I know that this one person is gonna love mm -hmm. and I give it to them but then they find out that I gave another painting to someone else but it looked completely different and it was a lot more yeah. a different history does it mean that I don't find any of it special because I put so much work and so much emotion into my painting mm -hmm. that's how I view it yeah no yeah. And I, I appreciate I appreciate how you view it and yeah. I'm not telling you not no, to view no, it no, no. what I'm just trying to I guess is be honest about that's not how most men will see it, you know, which, you know, or most men would be in it would be in open relationships. Most men would not be able to sign up for this. They wouldn't want it. This would be a very uncomfortable mm -hmm. experience. So I just, you know, I'm saying to you, well, if you decided to make a different choice at some point and had a different kind of guy, you might be like, well, what were you doing all those years with all those guys? That's I don't know if I can swallow that. You know, I think, I think there are people that are, can be comfortable with this. I just think like in society, it feels like we kind of like to tell that no one would like this. But I think there's a lot of more people that are like secretly into this sort of idea or that they find like having a lot of people at the same time is like a very beautiful thing. Like I, see, I don't stuff. think guys want, I think there are guys that who are very powerful, who, you know, the athletes and all that, who think about themselves having, you know, multiple options. But I think there are very few guys that want to think about their woman going off and sharing an intimate experience with another man. I think that's that's deeply uncomfortable for guys. And then, you know, it becomes, I think, with women. You can get pregnant. There's a whole bunch of other layers beyond STDs and beyond, you know, all that. The fact that you could become pregnant and then, you know, be bearing a child potentially of another man. That, that that's probably the scariest thing. Like, I would say that's right. probably the absolute scariest thing. But that thing, scares yeah. those guys, right? They're thinking, you know, this is this is my girl and I don't want somebody else in her area that way. Mm. <laughs> you know, I don't want that risk that that could happen. So I think that's a legitimate concern. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I was looking up some research. It's very hard to find research on open relationships. I saw one stat and mm -hmm. I'm truly, I mean, I don't know how accurate this is, but it said, Deli, you can pull that one up for, for us. Um, that first link, it just says that some research indicates that open relationships have only an 8% success rate. Does that surprise you that the number was so low? 8%. Um, I don't think it's surprising. I don't think most relationships work out <laughs> that's ever existed, <laughs> first of all. And then I don't think that there's a lot of... I, it's kind of like this. I think if if you have very little knowledge and it's very little knowledge to find and you're very interested in something, there's probably going to be a lot of failures because you can't really learn much. You can't have an open communication about the things that you're thinking. Mm -hmm. So let's say that you really like to uh, sculpture with knives, but there's no information on how to use a knife. Like you mm -hmm. might actually get hurt and mm -hmm. it, you might stop doing it. But if there's a lot more information about how to do it, then you might be able to do it better, you know? Yeah. That's I mean, how I view it, yeah. I think it doesn't work mostly for most people because I think jealousy is just a real human emotion. I think it's natural to feel jealous. You know, I think it's healthy in many respects to have that, like, wait a minute, that's my wife. What are you doing? So mm -hmm. I think that overtakes people, men and women, and open relationships. Most people just can't handle that dynamic. Um, and I also think, you know, guys, like I said, are hardwired to, you know, they kind of want to like, this is mine, you know, they don't want they don't even want another guy looking at you, let alone sleeping with you. So guys wouldn't be able to handle it. And I also think women struggle. Um, it's not what you're describing to me is incredibly unique. Mm -hmm. And I'm not denying <laughs> your experience mm -hmm. or that you're wired that way at all. But it's very rare for a woman to be able to enter into multiple physical encounters, have some degree of emotional connection 
action happening here and there and be able to walk away and still come home to something that they call a marriage that takes precedence and priority over it. It it typically doesn't work that way. It works that you wind up leaving your husband, you fall in love with this guy over here, you're distracted by this guy over here, you're entangled in all of this. So what you're doing is incredibly unique. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Why did you bother to get married? I'm curious. Why, why, Why not just date Destiny and date other guys? Um, so because I'm a Swedish citizen, I'm not American. Okay. So I, I can't live here unless I have like, um, or I, I need to like leave the country because I wouldn't be on a tourist visa all the time. So we okay. just said like, okay, it's going to be a lot better if you want to keep being together. We actually have to get married because otherwise we have to live in different parts of the world. We don't want to do that. So that's interesting. So that was more mm-hmm. of a practical decision than that. I'd say so. Yeah. Okay. So you're not religious at all. No. Is Destiny religious at all? I don't remember. No. I'm pretty sure. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. So that's a very different perspective mm-hmm. um, because you're not looking at, you're looking at it kind of like to facilitate ease in your life as opposed to yeah. actually provide some mm-hmm. sort of concrete. I mean, it is special. We went through like four years of pro- like process of doing this. It took a very long time to get everything done because it happened through COVID. But what does yeah. it mean? If it doesn't mean like I sit here, you know, when I got married, to me, that meant, okay, this is my one and only. This is my love. This is my life. This is my man. This is going to be the father of my children. I still I'm feel that way. Children. I still feel that way. So, so you yeah. feel that. That's yeah, very interesting. <laughs> so you share what I'm saying, my yeah, emotion. I do. Yeah, I Even though way. you would. It's not connected to the marriage. I mean, it could. it is in some way because it took so long to get it. <laughs> That's like why it's a special thing because we went through the entire thing. So yeah. you feel that way. What I just described about my husband, you mm-hmm. feel that way yeah. about destiny. Oh, yeah, for sure. So how do you how can you process that? Like, I'm saying that because I know he's mine. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't have there's he's not going and sharing that part of him with other women. Um, how do you process that? He's my man. He's a father. This is my one and only. It's not your one and only, though. Right. Because you're still. I mean, no one else lives in the house with us. Like he doesn't live with anyone else. Right. We see each other like we go to bed with each other all the time. He gives me a special feeling that I don't think he's really I don't think he's doing that with other people. How do you know that? Um, Because I talk to him. I trust him. You trust him. (laughs) Yeah, I trust him. That's interesting. But also I see him around other people, too. So like if we're hanging out with other people, like I see the way he acts with them. And I I'm it's this is going to sound very narcissistic, but I'm pretty comfortable with uh, that. I'm a very good person for him. I'm very comfortable with it. And I don't think most people can be that good of a person to him. Does it ever occur to you that um, things, how do you think your relationship, if if you did decide that you were going to be monogamous with him, let's say you did have children, right? Mm -hmm. And that changed something. How do you think you guys would do? You're so used to this. I mean, it's a very big difference to be doing what you're doing versus doing a monogamous, like mom, dad, baby, like that. That's a world apart. Mm Could you think that that is a world that you could see yourselves in? Um. It would be because, okay, so most people that we talk to, I feel like is like on other parts of um, the world or like mm-hmm. other states or whatever. We don't really see a lot of people like in the city. Um, you're so, here, you're in yeah, Florida. Yeah, we're here, yeah. So it's okay. not like we have people that like comes home to us all the time or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Usually we fly to other people to see them for like a few days and that's it. But I'm, I'm assuming like if we have, if we have kids, we wouldn't be doing that probably as much. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. so but you have to know, I mean, you're a very pretty girl. You're sitting in front of me. You're young. I don't know what your fertility <laughs> looks like. But at 24, <laughs> yeah. it's it's, uh, you know, I, who knows in this day and age, yeah. frankly, because of all the chemical exposures and whatnot. But, you know, it's probably pretty good. You do know on some intellectual level that you could find a man and I'm not nothing against destiny. I'm not encouraging a breakup. I'm just I'm just speaking hypothetically. Mm-hmm. You could find a man that would say to you, 
I'm here for you. I don't need any of that. Just uh, you do know that that exists yeah. as an option. Mm-hmm. But you don't you wouldn't choose. No, because <laughs> I because I like to explore with other people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if that sentiment will ever change from you. And if you might, yeah, who knows? someone might cross your path. I don't know. Or destiny might I think I'm change. Just, I'm just a very sexual person. And I'd like to explore a lot of different areas with it. There's a lot of things that I like. See, I relate it, to that. Yeah. I'm sexual as well, mm-hmm. but I want to do that. And I want, I like to explore and have my, but I want to do it with my man, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I, but and, let's and, say, what if he said that he didn't want to do one specific thing? You really wanted to do it. Are you just not going to live with that experience that you really want to do? Or do you think he would say yes to everything? I mean, we're, we're on the same page a lot, honestly. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, I haven't good. had to yeah. encounter that. <laughs> if I did encounter that though, I can tell you without a shadow of the doubt, like I would rather have my man like that intimacy because it is so special and it's just shared between us. Mm-hmm. That's going to be more valuable to me than any experience I could have with some guy on the side. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I remember having this conversation, um, a long time ago when I first started in this space and we'll get to our ad read in just a second, Deli, but when I, first started in this space there was a lot of talk of like you know oh guys like to have variety and guys like to have options and I remember having like you know Justin Waller on and Mm -hmm. we disagreed a little bit and I went home to my husband and I asked him I said you know what what do you think about all this really and I we have a fantastic relationship we just communicate really well and Mm -hmm. he said you know he said one of the things that I love about our relationship is that because it's just us doing like because certain things are just us meaning the physical things it like takes it to another level you know and he isn't somebody that was a virgin when he met me he certainly wasn't you know he he had his fun let's just say that yeah but there's something deeply special about something just because it is shared between two people I think that's why people get married right because Mm -hmm. they ultimately feel like I got it, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe you see it differently, but, um, I want to get to, we have chats blowing up here and I want to get to Mm -hmm. a conversation about body count, which should be interesting. (laughs) Um, we have, Oh, this isn't the right page. Deli. Look, you know, I told you I was going to mess up and here I am. I did. It's my fault. It's Deli's fault, but Deli came and, um, he's a tool of the matrix as we all know. So he switched the papers. So today we're doing two ad reads. I apologize everyone, but we have great sponsors bringing us, uh, this stuff. And I got to make sure that you again, protect yourself, stay healthy. You guys know aura, right? Y'all know aura, you know, I'm here to protect your financial security. You know, I'm here to protect your money. You know, I'm here to protect you. You know that identity theft is happening every 14 seconds in America. In fact, today I've been, we're, we're moving and I'm making some purchases and I'm a partner with Aura now. I absolutely love this company. And they send me these alerts saying you have a transaction that occurred that's above your limit. You can set these limits. Like say you have a $250 limit. They alert you to make sure that it's you making these purchases. And as someone who has had my credit card stolen, as someone whose best friend had her identity identity stolen in the past, I can tell you that there is no greater calm that comes from knowing that I'm partnered with a company like Aura that just just keeps tabs on what's going on so that you don't wind up having your credit card stolen. Somebody spends, you know, 50 grand before you get wind of what's going on. Let me tell you about Aura. I'm not terribly tech savvy. As you know, I can't even run my chats, but I, you know, operate 
their mechanics. I, you know, it's super easy uh, to use, super user friendly. It monitors the dark web for your emails, your passwords, your social security numbers, and it sends alerts right to your phone to make sure that it's you. If someone opens a credit card in your name, Aura sends you a real-time alert. The VPN also lets you stay anonymous online. We all know privacy is dead in most circles, not in the Aura circles. It keeps your browsing history and personal information safe and encrypted. You you know, I talk about the system all the time. Listen, this is one of your tools. We got to protect your money if you don't have your money you don't have your freedom and then you've got nothing we all know that so you can go this is what i want you to do i want you to do a trial with aura you can go right now um, aura.com backslash jedediah and here's what i want you to do you're going to go and find out how many times your passwords are on the dark web that means those passwords that you think are safe your bank account you know i don't know what you're doing god only knows but maybe you're on melina's only fans i don't know but whatever <laughs> you're doing you need to know that your money is protected and you want to know that your passwords are protected as well right so find out you're going to go aura.com backslash shut and find out how many times your passwords appear on the dark web are they really safe are they not mine was i think the first time i looked it was like 30 times i had a friend look it was like 80 times so her you know what was compromised so go into the description and aura.com backslash you're gonna get a two-week free trial if you don't like it you don't have to continue but why not just go and find out the information information is power you all know that you don't want to be ignorant you don't want to be someone that's taken advantage of and you certainly don't want your hard-earned cash slipping away from you when you don't know it thank you aura i love you all right we're back we got some chats mm-hmm. I'm going to have to read. Deli, you know, these are very far away. Let me see if I can read these. Okay, let me pull this mic. Let's see. Beaten Cheeks. Oh, God, Deli. Beaten Cheeks is here. <laughs> Melina, Sweden being as progressive as Canada, why marry at all if you want to be with other people exchanging fluids? Beaten Cheeks. Daily, is that not grotesque in itself and disrespectful <laughs> to Stephen? Stay single. So, he, And that's a question that I had asked you. You know, why not? Why not just be single? You know, you, you find that you find that there's something in marriage that it was worth elevating it to marriage even though you're sexually free. Yeah, you're not alone. If you're if you're single, you're alone. If you're with someone, you're not alone. But then you get to like see a lot of other things together with your partner or separately. But you always come home and like share your share your stories and you know, it's it's just open communication. I don't see why But doesn't yeah. it kinda of, but to me that sounds like kinda of like a roommate <laughs> that you sleep with. Well, what if Plus all the feelings, <laughs> right? Like the like you just love that person, and there's no one else that you love more, or anything like. Have that. you ever been sitting at the dinner table with Destiny, and you're having a good conversation, and his phone buzzes, and it's some girl that he's messing? He's with on him. his phone all the time when we go out to eat <laughs> with other women. I don't know. He's usually on Reddit. That's pretty much what it is. I don't really look around. <laughs> interesting and if you're on he's your addicted phone, to his phone okay to he's addicted to it what if it happens to you on the other side what if you're sitting at the table and some guy that you were with i don't phone? usually look at my phone if he's looking at a phone i'm looking at my phone and then i just talk to my friends whatever yeah it's it, not really it, it kind of like bothers me. what what kind of bothers mm-hmm. me is like how how i don't not bothers me i guess i'm trying to understand how he's okay with it like as a guy how he's okay with like if he loves you and i'm, I'm gonna take it out as where i he promise does. you he's probably a lot more okay with kind of like doing his own thing and letting me do my own thing and then he just like i think he's a lot more okay with whatever you're describing it's probably me who's like we should hang out more we should do more things and like don't be on your phone or you know Mm. i'm I'm probably a lot more like that than he is that would not i I don't know man that's uh (laughs) 
Better you than me is all I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. Omega Rosetsu is here. Open relationship equals someone is getting cast under a callous knave. No man worth his weight in salt or gold would agree to it on either side. Justification for it is an excuse for indecisiveness. Oh, they're very opinionated, Melina. Here we go. Um, Bring it on. Jesse. Hi, I'm from Destiny's Community. Oh, here we go. I've read studies where open marriages have an 80 to 92% chance of divorce versus 50% in the general population. Does that bother Melina? Yeah, I mean... You're in, a, you're in a structure right now where, yes, you can say all marriages, you know, 50% divorce, whatever, but 80, 90% is a pretty high number. You're in a structure that's not statistically to your advantage to have no, a success. Prob- yeah, I would never, I would never like tell someone to do what I'm doing because I don't think most people would be able to do it. <laughs> is it, are you viewing it as temporary? Are you viewing it as you're 24 and it's a stage of life where you're not, you don't have to yet be doing the serious stuff? I think... I'm just trying to think of like about moments where things has like we like close things a little bit because something might have happened. Usually during that time, I don't feel as much as me. If I'm talking to someone that is like me and gets me, it's like the best feeling in the world. I really am just like this, just how I am. Um, so I, I, it's not. I don't think it's temporary. I think this is just the way I am, and I like my life a lot more open. And I feel like I'm like constantly on drugs almost because I get to like feel so many things with so many people and it just I it makes me happier if I was closed down or there would be a lot of no's I can't do this and this and this that would feel I wouldn't feel like me I would feel like I had to stop growing as a person so do you not feel like destiny like gets you do you not feel like you're is that what you're saying essentially of course he does yeah but like if I'm talking to like not him if I'm talking to someone else uh usually if I run into someone that is doing the same thing as me it's like the best. It's so cool. You mean it's live like, in the same like like another female live in the live yeah in a similar... like other girl or guy that is okay. doing open relationships. Like if I'm if I'm meeting a guy on Bumble or something mm-hmm. that says like I'm I like doing open relationships and I'm I think it's super beautiful that you have your marriage. Like that's like so I think that's so cool. Like I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like the coolest thing in the world. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Dax Hill said, "Girls like this, uh oh, are the result of social media." so much attention they can't tell who they actually reproduction like can't discern that when your attention cup is always full of a phone uh oh <laughs> mld's in here he's ofc mad. she is loving dating destiny she would never have achieved this fame without him uh oh so That's people people surmise i've seen this Mm-mm. before i'm not making this accusation because i don't know your relationship i don't want i'm not mm-hmm. going to make that judgment people surmise that maybe Oh, Destiny's super famous. You met him when he was super famous. Are you doing this because it enables you to launch your career? Mm-hmm. You've essentially launched that career since being with Destiny. But when it comes time to have a real relationship, you're going to be like, and by real relationship, I mean traditional relationship yeah, yeah. before people mm-hmm. get offended, that you'll shut this down in two seconds. Is there any, any validity to that? If I would if I would meet someone that wants to have a monogamous relationship, that no, that's just that you're here, that you're doing this because it's it's convenient and it also because helps it's your a career or something. Well, it helps your career. I, I mean, that you have to I'm acknowledge. I'm very on his streams. I I think I've done like two interviews with him before. I, I think it's only like two interviews that you've probably seen of me. Maybe three. I don't really know. I don't remember. But most of my stuff that I've done, I've, I've done alone. I got in contact with him and then he was streaming and then I met people through streaming, like through him, kind of. It's not like he introduced me. It was just kind of like, okay, come along to this event. And then I had to walk around and socialize. Mm-hmm. Like he was not, re- like he maybe like introduced me a little bit, but like most of the stuff that I've done, I've done alone. When I started streaming, we were not even together for 10 months because we got separated through COVID. So when I started streaming, I started reaching out to other content creators and asked, hey, do you want to do, do you want to stream together? Do you want to mm-hmm. do this thing? Like, do you want to yep. go on a trip and stream? Do you, like, I, my community is just mine. It's 
barely his maybe like five percent of his viewers watch me like probably not even that because i do very different things my commute is mine and like i have thousands of viewers whenever i go live and it's it's not his he's live at the same time Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like i i got like my little bump because i met him and got in contact with people but i i've done everything alone Mm. for sure so you're saying no that this is not a strategic business move on your part Mm -mm. i think some people probably do do that but like i've met other celebrities that i've probably could have dated or hooked up with and I didn't go for them because I mm-hmm. love my Steve. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does it ever occur to you? Like I, when I think of a guy, I always think of what appeals to me about men are that they don't want to share, right? Like when a guy really, I always say that a guy's willing to share a woman. This is no offense again, but I often find in society at large, guys are willing to share women if they don't really care about them, if they're not really invested in them, because then they don't worry about, well, she's going to go here and do whatever. She's not my girl. I'm not trying to make her my girl. But I've always found that when guys really like a girl, they zero in like a laser and they say mine and they become jealous and they don't want you hanging around male friends and they don't want you hanging around with ex-boyfriends because they realize that those things can be a threat to the sanctity of that union and they really want to put a ring on it and they want to you know this is my wife Mm -hmm. end of story so if I were in your situation I would always be thinking like am I not enough for like why why is he not wanting to claim me does that ever occur to you and maybe we're just of different minds because it's just different experiences like I could like if I think about dating let's say I date a woman and she really wants to go into some locker room for some football guys and she wants to have an orgy with them and she wants to film it and send it to me I'd be like fuck yeah let's do it that sounds super hot like you really take like 10 guys at all at once that's like how I would view it I would view it as like that's so interesting like that's so cool Please do that. See, that's nasty to me. Yeah, but I, I don't. I just find it like, damn, she can do that. That's that's like badass. Like that's well, why you're view looking it. at yeah. it as like a, a, a science experiment. <laughs> yeah, almost. a little bit, but, or like like a fucking like marathon. A little, I don't know. So that's how I view it a little bit. Yeah, that's, you, you're incredibly <laughs> unique. I'm looking at it saying that's nasty because now she's spreading her goods with everybody. And by you the just way, go, you go to get tested, or you use fucking condoms, or everyone gets tested beforehand. You know, you you plan all these things out so you don't run into issues. Of course. See, but, that's interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm discussion to remove away from your personal relationship Mm -hmm. and just look more broadly because I think oftentimes when I have this debate with people who see this differently that point is brought up like you go right to like STDs you know testing and that there there is a component of that sure but to me that nasty component I've kind of coined that word Deli where's the button hit the button so we nasty nasty. there we go I coined that word because not just because of the idea that you could catch a disease but because your body as a female, I feel like is so precious and there's something so beautiful about saving that for someone that you love. And if you're spreading the goods around, there's a nastiness to that. Like you're just kind of open for business, you know, in my mind. For not some you, people, probably, yeah. So that to me, like, I don't need to see a girl like doing that with a whole bunch of guys. And by the way, any guy who's going to take her or would have planned to take her seriously in life no longer will because now they're like. Okay, no, I'm done, you know? So you're viewing it almost externally. Like, it, it, to me, it's like you've separated a little bit the sex as if that's, like, a separate thing that can or happen. Or it could be a lot of different things. Yeah, that's how I view it. <laughs> Do you have intimacy and romance in your marriage, though? Yeah, So is, is your how is your sex life good? Would you say it's a good yeah. sex life? Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that it's... That, that that beauty that typically happens in a marriage between a man and a woman that comes from trust and all of those things do you feel that you can still get that even though you're sharing yourself with other people and so is he do you feel that sense of trust and just like completion in that moment yeah 
because you go you go home to each other and then you talk about it or whatever if you want to talk about it <laughs> i like to talk about things i like to ask questions i like to i like to open up and talk about it i there's something about i find it super hot when he's being with other people if i get to hear about it it's like the coolest thing it's like it gets me happy like it would be so boring without it <laughs> see and that it's so interesting and i yeah. i can't relate to that um mm -hmm. and i always speak about it just objectively here i always say not what you're saying yeah. but when women speak about you know sleeping around and this that and the other thing i i always feel like you're disconnected from your your body you're like this to me now that i've had a baby and maybe you'll feel differently once you have a child because something happens where you're like this is like my womb this is always going to be my womb you know if i don't have any more kids like this is so special and so unique and truthfully when women have sex I feel like it is much more intimate just by virtue of like a man literally enters your body like it's extremely personal mm -hmm. so I'm always thinking like <laughs> I think I'm just a bad person to ask because I'm just I don't it's like not programmed it's not a program yeah it's like not programmed that way for me for me it's just like oh I got another experience now like I know better how to do this one thing or I just got a new experience. It seems yeah. very just the physical seems like it can be not always but the physical can be for you disconnected. I think I'm probably just projecting like that feeling that you have with sex that you connect with that is so intimate and so mm -hmm. beautiful that way. I think I just connect that feeling to other things in life. So there's other things in life that I see as like super super like romantic and like super super special but not sex because I, it just in my head, it just, it just is so many different things. That's Very it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand why guys um, would have a problem with a, with a woman with a high body count, though? Do you understand the logic behind it? I think it's insecurity. That's where it comes insecurity. from. I think it's insecurity. That's where it comes from. Explain. Like, do they really want to have a woman that is just a virgin? Because she's not gonna be good, and she's gonna have no experience. They don't need you to be good, though. That's so boring. Isn't that boring? boring? That's so boring. I'll tell you what. That's so boring. like just it just sounds transactional to me. It just sounds so boring. I don't know. It's, that's very strange to yeah. me. It sounds transactional for a virgin. I like you because you haven't been with anyone. It, yeah, it's like you haven't been to anyone. That's why I like you. I think that's crazy. I don't know. I don't. That doesn't make sense to me at all. Well, you can understand first of all if they're religious that that comes from a different place, right? So yeah. If that's of course. Like, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. Guys that are alpha guys that are, you know, um, want to be, you know, head of household and consider themselves leaders and want to, you know, provide for their women. And they don't they don't find it unattractive that a woman would have inexperience because they feel like, you know, what's going to make that experience in the bedroom so powerful is not that she can bounce off the walls or knows all these tricks or knows all these sexual things. And, oh, she looks oh, look, she's doing something like out of a porno. You know, th that's not what's appealing to them. What's appealing is that. She's really excited to be there for him. She's present. She's loyal. She's committed. And he doesn't need her to be an acrobat. He just needs her to be loyal. So that's where they're coming from. It's not appealing. The, the, the sexual promiscuity actually is a turnoff because then that means if she's doing all this stuff, she got a lot of practice with all these other guys. That's not special to me anymore. That's not, that's somebody who's more likely is, to Are we talking about stray. sex or dating? Sex. I'm talking okay. about sex. Yeah, but... I'm, I'm going to assume that they're probably dating. If if she's gone to that step, they're probably dating, right? Probably. I mean, you never know. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> you don't see <laughs> that a body count. No, because if she's picked to be with you after all these guys, isn't that special because she picked you instead of all these other guys? That's, that's how I view it. It's like she, she picked that person. She went through 100 and yeah. didn't like any of them as much as she likes the last one. And then she has all these experiences and is probably really great in bed. 
Well, they'll say no, because there was something wrong with her judgment that she allowed herself to be that open and that intimate with so many guys. She couldn't have been in love with 100. If you're using a 100 is a big number, right? So yeah, she, let's, she say, couldn't let's, have say, been... let's say 10 people. Yeah. I'm more normal, maybe. <laughs> I think I think the yeah. challenge is, and you know, it, the conversation always goes when I had this mm-hmm. conversation with Destiny too, like virgin or somebody who slept with like 100 people. Those mm-hmm. are two extreme cases, mm-hmm. right? Do I think that most guys would take a virgin gladly over somebody who had slept with 100 people? 100%. 100%. But do I think, you know, they're going to be opposed to a woman who's slept with a few guys that she had relationships with, where she did pair sex with emotion, where she was having something real? No, I think that's totally okay. I think the challenge is that they worry that if you're able to disconnect sex from emotion, you're more likely to then cheat in a relationship. You're more likely the second you hit a roadblock to be somebody who can go cheat because you're you're wired that way. You're capable of just sex is sex. If you're a virgin or somebody who had sex with two guys and both of them you've been madly in love with, you don't even know a world outside of sex paired with love there's a lot of safety and security that a man gets from that can you I feel understand like I that? would be a lot more scared if I had a girlfriend that was a virgin and no experience like let's say she goes to work and then she meets someone else and they have like a really good chemistry and a lot of sexual tension I feel like just because she doesn't know what that is on the other side she would be more interested in doing it than if she is aware of her feelings she's aware of what she can do and what she wants because she has a lot of experience I feel like if she picks me it makes a lot more sense because she she knows so much better about herself because she gained so much experience and learned about herself. If that girl gets to 21, 22, 23, particularly now given like what the college experience looks like and she's still a virgin, that is a girl who you're going to feel really comfortable going to work. And if she does have a dynamic with somebody that maybe there's some chemistry, she's going to she's going to guard her body so heavily and that? treat that. So well, because <laughs> because that's how it works. Right. That's that's. It would be like a huge contrast between imagine a woman who went through college, went through, you know, the hookups culture scene, was out with her friends who were doing that and didn't do it because she couldn't physically like that just wasn't something she could do. She didn't feel like casual sex was in her DNA. I think like if you let's say you're dating someone from high school and then you're getting married to that person and this high school kid that let's say that he grew up and he has been really what do you call it like his parents were like just like serving everything for him he doesn't know how to cook he doesn't know how to clean his room he doesn't know how to even get a job or anything like that and then this girl is like doing pretty fine for herself but that's like Mm -hmm. the only thing she knows and she has this sort of idea that she wants to have this guy and she wants to have sex after marriage and then after they get married and she has sex with them she meets a guy at work that has this energy of being in control and taking care of the house and cleaning and can do all these amazing things why wouldn't she be interested just in the personality of this one guy that seems to have the shit together compared she to would. yeah that's what i'm saying but like but then she's already she's already picked someone from high school let's say right that because she didn't know what she wanted she didn't want to have she didn't want to marry a kid right, right? well that, yeah. that's fine but mm-hmm. that's not that that's not on par with a justification yeah but for i don't sleeping yeah around. Like, but that's you don't have I don't. to sleep with 100 guys to figure out no, you don't have to do that. But I think having some sort of experience is good. That's pretty much my point. Instead of just having no experience. I don't think with no experience, you know what you want. I think people tell you what you want at that point. I don't. So again, though, no yeah. experience is not promiscuity, right? So that we have two ends of the spectrum now. We have like no experience where you're a virgin. You enter your first relationship. That's the only man that you know. That can come with its own sets of challenges. Mm-hmm. And then you have someone who's sleeping around for hobby. And by the time they hit 25... 
they've been with a ton of guys that they don't even care about, some of whom they don't even know their last name. So, well, that a, could be the case. If yeah. a guy, well, right. But, and all I'm saying is, guys, the vast majority of men mm-hmm. may not say a virgin is their first choice. Maybe they'll say, you know what? I like a woman who maybe she's had a couple of relationships that she's really been invested in. Mm-hmm. It shows some relationship history. It shows she knows a little bit something about relationship. Maybe they'll say that, but they're definitely going to pass on this girl over here that's been with everybody under the sun. And they'll take that virgin over this girl over here any day of the week because they'll at least know that that girl is extremely selective. Probably comes from the kind of family that taught her to have self-respect in her body. Probably is going to be very unlikely to stray in the same way. And I know you see it differently, but... If you're able to have sex loosely, if you're able on any level to do that, you're much more of a threat to a man than someone who's unable to do. Like I, I was not able, and I always thought it was like I was like I'm, I'm flawed by design. There's something wrong with me. I used when I was growing up, I actually felt like I just can't, I can't do that. Like it, it's un, it would be uncomfortable for me to even truly like make out with somebody that I didn't have like a feeling for. That made a lot of guys feel really safe because they knew if they sent me out and I was hanging out with my girl, like that was, I was not going to stray. It wasn't in my wiring. Do you think that there is any other chance for someone to trust you without looking at your past like that? Do you think that there's anything you could say or show like presently? Well, I think, I think people do change, right? And I think, like I always say, there are people who change for the better, right? They have a past. There's people who, women who were promiscuous and had an OnlyFans and did whatever, and then they hit 30 and they're like, that's not me anymore. Like, I don't want that. Do I think those people can change for the better? 100%. Do I think it's still really hard for guys to process their past and come to terms with it? I do. So it's like, yeah, they can change. And maybe that woman would ultimately be an amazing wife, an amazing mom, but there's a lot of guys that won't be able to get past that promiscuity and they'll be thinking in their head, is this a liability for me? Does she like, is her ability to be promiscuous going to bite me in the behind in a couple of years? So I think that's just how they feel, whether it's right or wrong. That's how they feel. A lot of them. Um, That's my answer on Mm -hmm. that. I want to ask you about, um, let's see what we want to do here. It was interesting too to listen to that Lex Friedman interview was Mm -hmm. fantastic. I thought it was really compelling from both of your perspectives. You said things like I can definitely connect the romance with sex. It is some sort of bonding, which I think is so interesting to hear from someone who's living the right because you would expect someone who's doing what you're doing to be like, Oh, no, it's just sex. This is that you know, but you, you do take it seriously, which is, that's my like, if you take it so seriously, how do you let go? And then it's like, oh, he's going to go take it seriously with someone else. And I'm going to go. That's what's really hard to process. Because it's not the same series, right? It's not It's not like I'm trying to date this person. It's not like I'm trying to like be with them forever or anything. It's just like a little story in life that mm. comes by and then it goes away. And that's it. That's usually how it goes. Can you pull up that tweet, Deli? The Chris Williamson tweet? This is interesting to me. I saw this. Um, you know Chris Williamson? He has a podcast. Mm-hmm. He's got a pretty cool show. So he said this. He said, people with nine or more, you can pull it up on the screen too, Deli, when you get a chance. People with nine, there it is. People with nine or more premarital partners before they get married are 151% more likely to dissolve their marriages compared to people who tie the knot as virgins. In other words, this level of premarital sex increases the chances of divorce between twofold and threefold. Having between one and eight premarital sex partners increases the odds of divorce by 50%. I think most people would fall into that category between one and eight. So even if you've had between one and eight partners before you get married, 
you may have experience, but you're actually increasing your chances of divorce by 50%. Once it gets over nine, it's 151%. So given that stat, if we accept that as true, why do you think that is? Um, I don't know. I, I would probably look more at like, why do you think people that are virgins like keep being together? I'm I'm gonna assume that the case is probably because they were so sure and they probably already have that view of like, I can only be with one person for the rest of my life. So I should just, I should just go with it. Even though there's problems and you have fights and shit like that, you probably will be really, really stuck to the idea that this is the one person that I'm gonna be with for the rest of my life. And you're not gonna look away from that. That's what I'm gonna assume. I think there's a component of it that gets like fickle about sex. Like one thing that bothers me about the culture today is I see so many women who are so, they're just fickle about it. Like it's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm sleep this one. And and because of social media, I'm sure you experience this. I'm sure you've got plenty of guys sliding into the DMs and whatnot. It just feels like there's so many options for women all the time, right? Um, and I think that what happens is the more people that you sleep with, the more you realize like, oh, I could be doing this. I could be doing that. Like the second you have a fight with your husband, used to be you had a fight with your husband and, you know, you had maybe had had one partner before him, got married. That was it. If one at all. And you realized, OK, I'm in it for the long haul and I'm going to I'm going to work through this and we're going to make it work. And there were hills and valleys of a marriage and you, you made it work. And now it's kind of like, well, I can pick up my phone and there's this guy and there's that guy and I can scroll on my Instagram and there's this. And I've slept with like 20 guys before. So I know I'm the, there's just there's this sense of just replaceability that everybody has. And I think when you're with somebody who's a virgin or somebody who's had just a couple of partners, there isn't that same sense of replaceability. Not everybody's been through the recycler, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm going to guess. I think everyone has the same amount of issues. Like, I think, I th maybe not everyone, but I think, like, issues in open relationships or uh, issues in close relationships or uh, issues in relationships where they haven't dated anyone else ever, I think is always going to be about the same. But of course, like what, like if if the marriage is bad, why wouldn't you want to have a divorce? <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, if the marriage is really bad, but they don't want to break up because they don't want to see anyone else but just one person, and they know that they would break that, they would break that completely, and they would break probably what I'm gonna say. Their parents are probably for, you know, being virgins until marriage, and you know, mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna guess so. It's probably gonna be a lot harder to break up. Even though the relationship is probably like, it, let's say it's really bad. Why wouldn't you want a divorce? Like, well, people have kids factor that in. If you have kids, it's a whole other layer of like, you yeah, know. but still like being um, as a person who grew up with parents that did divorce later mm -hmm. on and most of the childhood they were fighting. I would take divorced parents like, yeah, for like a lot more than having two parents that are just fighting in the home. Mm -hmm. That's so much worse to me. Like mm -hmm. when they broke up, we were so happy because everything got calm. Mm -hmm. And I think it's fine. I think you can be like you can have kids like back and forth. And so I don't think it's I don't believe yeah, no, that I believe that issue. Yeah. people who there are people who divorce who still have really healthy families. Yeah. Um, it's not mm -hmm. ideal, though. Right. So you shouldn't strive for that. And I guess what I'm getting at is, you know, if the open relationship stats look like what they are, if you see, OK, it's 80 to 90 percent chance of failure if you have an open relationship. And if you see if people have slept with 10 or more mm -hmm. people, you've got 150 percent increase in chance of divorce. If you want to set yourself up for success, of course, you never can have 100 percent guarantee of success. But if you want to set your yourself up for success maybe don't do those two things and get married and have a better chance of success you know what I'm saying like you, you're putting yourself in in line of 
pretty negative outcome possibilities if you if you're kind of doing those two things. That's why I'm pointing it out. I'm just saying, hey, there's if you sleep with a bunch of people before you get married, odds are you're going to have a problem statistically. Doesn't mean you will, but I don't think that's the case. I I don't think it's Well, I'm not it's not here's coming the thing, from me. I think divorce is I think a bad relationship is a sad thing. I think a divorce will help the bad relationship not being bad anymore because you break up. I think that's a lot better than just like Two people are just trying to be together, but everything is horrible. That's just so much right, worse. But you're, you're looking at it from the perspective of people are already in a marriage that's terrible. So you're advocating to separate rather than linger in that horror. Yeah. I'm looking at it but the that's perspective the thing, like, of do prevention. We know, yeah, but do we know that the, those those marriages that uh, where they haven't seen anyone before each other, how do we know that those relationships are not just fighting all the time? Like, we don't know that. I feel like... I think there's a lot more information that you need to get from it because I don't think divorce itself is a bad thing. I think that's probably a good thing if there's like, let's say there's abuse You're going saying on. That you yeah. don't know the, the We don't know what of, it looks like right. inside of the okay, relationships. Understood. Like we, it's better to see who fights more or like mm-hmm. who seems to mm-hmm. have a, a lot worse yeah. in the relationships than the divorce. But we can yeah. both agree that divorce shouldn't be like an end goal. No, I don't think anyone wants. I don't think. I don't think anyone wants a divorce. But okay. I would. Re- I would say let's get a divorce if the relationship, if the relationship is abusive. Is yeah, like of course. Yeah, I think. I think it's more about that. <laughs> um, let's see. What we have. We have Caleb Faust here. I have to thank Melina um, for strengthening my faith every time she opens her mouth. It makes me want to read the Bible and commit to celibacy. Caleb. Omega Resetsu, ten dollars face well, I'm palm. Doing, I'm doing the work. It's just oh, the well, you guys are you guys are cruel, man. Look at this. Look what they're saying. She thinks women share her mentality. Shaking my head. So there are some women who disagree with you in the chat. Maestro, ten bucks. These three or fours tell us a virgin doesn't know anything, as if we don't already know that when we choose them. This woman, blah blah blah. We can still have morals without religious beliefs. Yeah. So and that's that's I think the the big thing that we're we were disconnecting on before, which is just that guys don't. Guys don't have a problem with virginity in the way that you think. They, they're not like, oh, my God, this virgin doesn't have sexual experience. They're like, wow, this woman really waited for marriage. She's never had sex before. She's going to have sex with me. I'm hella special. And also, she hasn't been around the block 60 times. She's got super respect for her body. And um, I don't care if she's an acrobat in the bedroom. I just care that she really loves me and I can trust her. That's where they're looking at with that. Not to say it has to be a virgin, but guys are not like frowning upon that. I just in the way think that it's think. so stupid. Because I don't think just because you had sex with someone doesn't mean that you're not taking care of yourself. <laughs> I think it's a lot worse if you're like eating really unhealthy. Like that's that's going to be bad for your body. Like compared to just like you're, you're just having sex with someone. It's not going to change anything. You're, you're disconnecting it, though, in a way that they're not right. You're yeah, I know. But it's like it's it. like a men- it's like a, it sounds like a cult to me. It sounds like it's just it's just bullshit. Like it's just not real. Like my body's not gonna change after I have sex with someone. It's gonna be about the same. Like it's nothing it's is gonna the happen. Same, yeah, but you chose to share it with a bunch of people, which is gonna be unappetizing too. Like not, yeah, I'm it, saying I'm not saying is. you. Yeah, yeah, I'm I know. saying, but I, I I think that's just projection. I mean, truthfully, know, if I was them, a guy, yeah. like I'm trying, I'm not a guy, and I'm men and women are completely different. It's very hard mm. for me to put myself in a man's shoes. But if I were a man and I were looking at women, I wouldn't need a woman to be a virgin. But I would definitely like would I choose a woman who had a body count of say three and had three relationships and really cared about that guy and yes they had sex and paired love with emotion and maybe had some heartache when they broke up but it is what it is or a woman who was sexually fluid out doing god knows what had a body count of 65 and which one would i choose i mean it would not be a contest for me i would absolutely choose one with a lower body count so i relate to that mindset i am not cultish by any sense i think you can judge in some ways like i'm not saying like um, yeah, because it sounds like I'm just like I think you like every single person that has had like 200 people is like a normal person or whatever. I don't think I don't think it necessarily have to be the case. Like I had a friend that I grew up with, 
I think she had a really high body count when she was like like 17, like really, really high. And the reason that she did have such a high body count was because she had a lot of like mental problems. So I see that that is for sure a problem, mm -hmm. but I don't think it necessarily have to be the case with, it doesn't have to be the case with everyone. Right. Like, I, I don't think I don't think that's fair to judge. But of course, like if if I hear someone that is very young, that has a very high body count, I would probably be like, I'm very interested in why that is. Why? Of course. Yeah, of course. I fully agree with that. Um, yeah. I'm curious to ask mm -hmm. you about um, feminine. I don't know how much do you, do you like know about feminism or do you consider yourself a feminist? Yeah. What does sure. that mean? What does it mean to you to be a feminist? Um, equality, I guess. That's it. <laughs> I think, equality. I think no matter if you're born a guy or a girl or whatever, you should have the same like opportunities, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, that's I guess that's so it. So do you believe that feminism has been good for women? Um positive yeah. for women. I think it's been good for everyone almost. Okay. But so of course, in different areas. It's like this is also still like we're picking one very vague thing. Mm -hmm. There's like a million things involved with that one word, right? So, of course, I think like I think that we're going by the time in human history we're going to, into a right direction because there's a lot like I don't think that 200 years ago you would be able to sit here and like have a show, right? Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for like making sure like yeah, for thinking that women can do things, right? Do you think it's gone mm -hmm. too far the other way? Like, you know, I always acknowledge, you know, women having the right to vote was a very different movement than what you see now, which in my view has really turned into a man-hating movement. There's just so much anti-man, anti-oh, you don't need a man. Yeah, I don't, think, that, that I don't think that's feminism. I well, think it is. It is a modern feminism. For some movement. people, yeah, but I, I don't believe that. I don't think that's... It so means that's equality. not what you associate It means with. equality. No, I don't associate with that at all. I think the problem is that we've looked at women and, like, try to help them for a very long time, that we're just missing out on a lot of things that men have as problems. And I think that's sad. I do 100% believe that. It, I'm curious in your house, too, because one thing that came up when Destiny came, I said to him, I said, you know, you, you do, like, you have a masculine energy. He's not somebody that has a, I've, you know, I'm all too familiar with feminized men. He's not one. He has a masculine energy. I'm curious in your house, because you mentioned the word equality. Is he like the man of the house? How does that work in the house? Like, what is the <laughs> dynamic in the house? What do you mean by that? Is it like, like for example, if, <laughs> let's say big decisions need to be made. Who's pulling the trigger on those decisions? Or who's... Is he a gentleman? Is he, you know, you sit down at, at a restaurant and you eat. Who pays the bill? You know, who reaches for that check? What, what, what does that look like in your I house? I think he usually does because he makes a little bit more than me. Uh, but I do pay for things as well, of course. And like I, like I might be the one that's like ordering food or like getting things to the house and like pays for that. I, I feel like it's pretty equal. You feel like it's equal? I think it's pretty equal. Yeah, but he, he's not like a big decision person either. <laughs> He doesn't like care. If I, it's probably me who wants to like paint up life in different ways, and I want to get things, or I want to do this. Mm -hmm. So I'm usually the one that's like, "Hey, let's do this. Do this one thing." If someone came to the yeah. house and was gonna, let's say it's twelve o'clock midnight, and you hear something at the door, and it's scary. It's like a noise. Sounds like someone's breaking in. What do you do? Do you run and tend to that, or does Destiny run and tend to that? I feel like we both would probably go. No, stop yeah, it. I think, Melina. So. I think we both would. Melina. I think we're pretty, I don't know, we're pretty like the You same. would be I'm... front and center trying to battle that that thief? Come on. No, but you're saying if someone knocks on the door in the middle of the night, if we would go check who it is? I'm like... saying like if you felt the, there was something dangerous happening, you're walking down. You we're know... getting the gun. That's we're... <laughs> okay, but but who, who would take the lead in a position like that? There's a reason I'm asking. I don't know. I actually have no idea. I mean, I'm like a very, like... He's pretty strong. He goes to the gym and stuff now. I'm a very, like, strong person. I've done jujitsu. Like, I like guns. Yeah, but I'm, you're not as strong as Destiny. I think we're... 
There's no I, way. As, uh, for a woman, I am probably for stronger. A woman. For a oh, Stronger than him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for a woman. But, but like, he's we a do, man, there's so. some lifts that we do that are pretty similar. In, like, yeah, he's the gym still a man, yeah. though. So by virtue of, of course, being a like, man. Of course, can't, he can't get stronger than me, obviously. He's, but by but even, still, even now, like, and I, I understand yeah, that he's but not I, a bodybuilder. But I think that we both have had experience. Like, I did, like, military stuff when I was in Sweden. So, like, I do pretty, like, masculine things. So I feel like we would probably be both like checking on That's things if, yeah destiny i'm talking to you out there if somebody comes <laughs> somebody comes to the house if you're listening i have no idea and is jingling that chain it better damn well be you that goes to the door and you leave melina in that room <laughs> and she needs to be hiding in some closet calling for help and you need to be the one at that door i'm just saying it because somebody needs to say it you destiny. know you would just push me there to open the door but he <laughs> would say that you go you go you go you that, go you sacrifice i'm not entirely first. surprised yeah, to no. be honest he I'm would probably entire. do that so the reason i brought it up is because oftentimes you hear the word equality associated associated with feminism and they say equality mm-hmm. equality and then you in the same breath no, but, women but will turn around and say they they want selective equality you know they want the guy to pay the bill and pull out the chair for them and take care of them and protect them if a burglar's coming to the door they want them to do all of that and you know then they'll say equality and i'll say well that then you don't want equality no no you don't i don't, want to I do don't, any of I don't those think things. that that's the case but also so do you okay. play more of a masculine role in the house it seems to me like you're talking okay like this you're... is the thing this is the thing i grew up in sweden where men don't pay the bill like if you go out with them, I don't even think I've really been out on a date before. But if I like when I have been, it's either like you split it. That's usually how it goes. My yeah. guys don't hold the door. They don't like go up to you. Like it's it's not the same thing. It really isn't. Like I, Melina, can I say something mm-hmm. without offending you? I don't want to offend you here, but this may be the reason why you're opting for these open relationships. I don't know if you've sat down with a real alpha guy yet. <laughs> but I have. But they're so pathetic to me. <laughs> But like somebody because should pay your bill. So a man should so, pay I your bill. Yeah, but I don't like to be put in that position either, where I feel like I'm just like some submissive person. I don't feel but like that's I'm not a very submissive. That's a gentleman, right? If if a guy's walking down the street with you and he's walking on the I'm, outside okay. of the street, he's he's doing that because if the cars come, they want to hit him first instead of you. That's protective. That's a beautiful. thing. I know, but I I don't think I like. I I think it's kind of like I can take care of myself. That's like that's like how I am a little bit. Like it's funny because I I went out with um, some friends. Um, that lives in Miami like a year ago and I remember like the, the way I walk around and like hang out with friends or whatever and these were like three really big guys or anything mm-hmm. I did not hook up with them or anything. it sounds like when I'm saying this it, it sounds like it sounds like I'm trying to do that no it was just like friends or whatever that I just kept as friends yeah <laughs> but uh, I remember I was out, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Kidding, but I remember when I was out with them um I was the one that was like hitting up the bar to, I was like the one that like yeah. pushed everything to like happen because they weren't doing it yeah. and I think it just took that role and I remember that they were very like they didn't really know what was going on <laughs> because I, I did that and they're not really used to it and then I remember one of the guys said like yeah it feels like you're just having us on a leash a little bit it's like kind of it's kind of weird like I remember that one of the people said I think I think it's just like a Swedish sort of culture where we're very like it, you split the bill like you both do stuff that's just where I'm from like it's I didn't have someone open the door I remember when Steven opened the car door and I was like what like yeah that's a gentleman that's crazy yeah I thought that was like okay like that's I've never had that happen before so and and I surmise just to to give you my opinion if you were walking down the street and something dangerous happened and you were walking down that street with a few guys that immediately reacted and didn't even give you the opportunity to do that you would be kind of you would feel really good about that moment. I know you're saying that you're feeling I can take care of myself. And I call that the matrix programming all the time. Mm -hmm. And I know I I grew up in New York City. I grew up 
it with a head of like, I have to pay my own bills and I have to be this and I have to be that. And there's something that happens that's really beautiful when you're sitting in front of a guy who takes charge sometimes. If you just let yourself sink into it and stop being reactive and triggered by it all the time, you'd be surprised how nice it is to know that somebody's got your back. That's all it is. It's not... They could probably do it in some ways that I would like. But I feel like some people almost... What it feels like... Okay, it, I don't, maybe this is just... Maybe I just run into the wrong guys. I feel like what, if I'm like hanging out with some guy that sees himself as alpha and stuff, um, it almost feels like they're just trying to almost con like it's like a condescending thing that they're doing so they're just trying to like push me down a little bit that's uh, because you're in a head of your you're you're in a masculine I don't, head though. i don't think so i think a lot of guys can be like you wouldn't know about this because you're a woman if they say that straight up i'm like excuse mm. me like are you threatened well, that's not gonna be appealing. <laughs> are you threatened yeah but that's i feel like these sort of dudes have done that you know it's like, no, you wouldn't be able to defend yourself if something happened. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, dude, like, I'm a fucking fighter. Like, I <laughs> I can do that. You are. But and, like, I still. I would re rather be like, you can do this. Like, yeah. and I will help you, though, you, out, I know, you know? And you look like you're in shape. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. You look like you're physically fit. I go to the gym as well. Mm -hmm. But if you come across the average less fit than you guy in the street, you're going to have a problem. I'm telling you straight up. I don't you know how much no, jujitsu. No, of course, no, I, I get that. Or... Of course, of course, I get that. But like, if I'm if I'm walking at, like around with a friend and they're taller and bigger than me, of course I will feel more safe just walking with them. Mm -hmm. But it's not, not like they necessarily have to point it out. You know, it's okay to. Uh, you, you're married. You have a guy that you know. You have the relationship you have, whatever the terms are. But he loves you. You know, it's okay to lean on that man, though. It is okay in to lean way? on that man. Like, in any way. <laughs> in any way. Yeah, in a relationship, of course. I, I think mean, if you, you don't I think you feel can, that way, you can that's lean, You can lean to each other. That's that's fully what well, I believe. Well, of course, yeah. he can lean on you for things that you're going to bring to the table that yeah. he doesn't. But for yeah. things like safety and security and all that stuff, you 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 should hopefully be able to feel <laughs> that you can lean on that man. If you can't, definitely get to that gym. I think I'm very, <laughs> I think I'm just very like independent in that way. I, I don't like I don't like to lean on someone. I like to do things myself. But do you yeah. see, this is all connecting for me, you know, very independent, kind of, you know, you're in the open relationship. This is all connected in an interesting way. I don't know what messaging came to you mm -hmm. as a little girl about feminism, about that you're coming into an age where the feminist movement is very different from when I grew up. I would up. say my, my parents were more like right, like leaning. They were and what not. Is, what is your politics? Are you like Destiny? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, okay. very similar. Oh, yeah. man. Good thing we didn't mm -hmm. get into politics yeah. here. That could have been a whole <laughs> other thing. We're going to close out soon. I just want to, mm -hmm. um, I want to ask you just a couple of quick questions. In your view, you're married. What should a man provide for a woman and what should a woman provide for a man? Um, just in general. In a marriage. In a marriage. Um, I think... I, I, it depends so much on what kind of person it is. Like, I think it depends on what you're married for. Like, what is it that you love about them, right? Men and what you believe... Agree that men and women are different, though, right? Yeah, in some ways. But I but I think personalities are very different, too. <laughs> I just view it that way. So you of don't course. believe that men, just mm -hmm. biologically, are different from women? In some ways, yeah. But, well, I don't, but I don't think it plays in super hard into just, like, how humans interact today. I don't think it plays into it too hard. But does it play into what they're naturally inclined to provide? In other words, what I just I just see it as like two teammates. That's like how I view it. Is like if you can be a team together, if you can help each other in need, that's that's it. I, I think. So what do yeah. you personally? Somebody says to you, mm -hmm. you can create your ideal partner in a man. What what does he? What are the top three things that he provides for you that you that you would not be able to provide for yourself in the same way? Um, I like 
to have someone that can push me into a good direction to be my best self. If I can find someone that does that and I can do that to them, I think that's a perfect relationship. Like, I think that's a very, very important thing. Mm -hmm. That's how I view it. You're still talking to me like um, <laughs> from the Matrix programming talking points. Deli, what am I going to do? So, the Matrix, we have to deprogram the Matrix You here. have to ask me, is it, is it like, do you think that men should be working no, more? No, no, no. Like, I'm just what curious what you, because men and women are different. We're biologically different. Men, mm -hmm. we have hormonal differences, you know, I but I don't know what estrogen but I don't know what they can do. What can, they, what can a guy do for me? So let's, yeah, I'm well, what can, that's it. what I'm asking, because I can think of a million things that a guy can do for me that I can't do for myself in the same way that he can do for me. Like, I want my guy to be able to defend and protect me in a way that I can't do for myself. Yeah. I want but, my guy to be able to it. provide for me in a way that makes me feel yeah. secure. I want my guy to be able to, you know, be super analytical and problem solve his way out of, you know, if we have a problem financial or otherwise I want him to be my map out of that that's that's what I want from a man yeah. of course I want love and like, I want affection and I yes but what I need from that guy that I can't do for myself are things that he is going to be biologically more able to do better on any day of the week than I can so that's what I'm saying to you like what what it's you probably, seem like you're like well I got it I'm good I'm good <laughs> yeah. so but you're I don't know it's like isn't it better to learn how to shoot with guns like so we can do it together like wouldn't that be so much cooler than just letting him do it but you got <laughs> you got married right yeah. so you felt like something you were getting something from him that you didn't have without him that's, what but was it that? just sounds so it's it's that like it sounds so transactional to me it's like when we're spending time together that feeling that we have together when we see each other in the house like when we're doing things together that is what i married him for it's not for him being able to protect me like from a guy that knocks on the door or it's like it's a lot more i don't know like of spiritual course. to me yeah well, than course. just that yeah of course i mean i married my husband because we have great conversations yeah, and yeah because yeah. we have a similar worldview and mm -hmm. because our morals are a lot of course there's a number of things but with i don't i don't think i need it that, i don't really need anyone to take care of me unless something happens and but you will take care of each other like if something happens to him i'll be there for him if something happens to me he'll be there for me like yeah i was just yeah. trying to get to the root of i think <laughs> what makes people like I'm you sorry. and me different yeah and the way we choose to live our lives mm -hmm. is because i have this fundamental sense that biology does dictate a lot of differences and that men and women are fundamentally different and are best suited to complement each other in Meaning some way that yeah like you, i think i think women are better at um and understanding emotion i think they are but not because they're born that way i think it's just because i think we let women or girls like explore those areas a lot more and the consequences and like if something happens this is how you treat a thing this is how you talk to them i think we are better at those things mm -hmm. than men but only because i don't think that we really um we don't really teach men how to do that like from a really early age so i think a lot of men for example have a lot of problems like with themselves and their emotions and why they feel the things that they feel and stuff and they have a lot of, they have a, like a hard time talking about it they have a hard time expressing how they feel i think that's why a lot of men commit suicide like a lot more than women do mm -hmm. because they, they mm -hmm. just have so much in their head that they can't express they have no idea how to do it i think women are really good at um being support that way if mm -hmm. they want to be i don't that that's the thing i think that's why feminism has failed in some ways is because i think this is a really important thing that we have to teach men how to do um well and, feminism yeah. doesn't feminism doesn't care about men anymore it just doesn't care in fact it, what it cares about is just destruction. Or some people that call themselves feminists don't care i think i think itself like just like the the word itself should be able to care because it's sense for equality. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. course, but, it, but, but, I, but yeah. it's not about equality, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it, even if you even if you sit and say it started that way or if you feel that the movement started from a noble place, although mm -hmm. the more and more I look at it, there was a lot of man-hating from the start that 
kind of nauseates me. But even if you say, okay, it started from a good place and you accept that premise, it's not in a good place now. You know, saying that masculinity yeah, we're, I think is we're toxic. Get, hopefully and, we're getting there. I hope so. Oh, no, we're going the yeah. wrong way. You think going, so? Oh, you don't yeah. think we're going? No, okay. no, no, no. I mean, this the, the goal of the modern feminist movement, well... I'm I'm a conservative, so it's yeah. a hard left movement. Um, I think it's it's I think its goal really is to destroy men, to make them increasingly feminized and feel like they're out of place in society, to make them less attractive to women, to make women more masculinized and unhappy and on birth control pills and sleeping around and miserable and on antidepressants and less attracted to men. And ultimately, the family unit is going to be sabotaged by the movement. So I have a very bleak view of feminism not to say every person that defines I mean themselves as a feminist I, yeah, but what that I mean, is the modern feminist movement what I mean when I say that like it's getting it's getting like there are men that is coming up saying mm-hmm. that we have problems too mm-hmm. and it, maybe it's not in, like expressed oh, in no. the best way but it's coming there. up there I don't think I saw like 10 years ago that there were men complaining about these things where they feel like they weren't seen now there are men that are yeah. saying we're not seen so we're getting there some way in in a weird way we are you know because there are people complaining you yeah, know no, i yeah. think there are men that feel mm-hmm. that they need want to have more of a voice and they're suffering in many ways and they want you and know, they get told that they can't suffer because they're men like right. that's well, i know yeah, i sure. know i get that yeah. i talk a lot about about emotional release and why that's important yeah. i have one last question for mm-hmm. you um do we have any more of these chats uh delhi are we good no that's it Okay, so we're going to be done with chats. I have one more just quick question for you. Um, Andrew Tate. Yeah. Thoughts? About him. Uh, he's not stupid, but uh, he is not doing the best things. That's what it seems like to me. So he rubs you the wrong way. Um, I think that he he expresses issues for men, but I think he is giving the wrong tools for it. How so? Because I don't think that getting your car and getting your money and like working hard and stuff, I think working hard and like taking care of yourself mm-hmm. is awesome. Like I think that's a really good thing. I think that's something that he says that's really, really good. But to, to always just like show that I have a car, I have this money, I have this and this and this to get women is not really the best way to get women because you are going to only get women that are only with you for those shallow things and not you. Mm-hmm. So I don't so, think that's the best thing to say. Yeah, I think it would be interesting for you to look at some of his current content. Um, you know, he's under house arrest now, but it's been fascinating to watch him kind of grow as a human. And he's gotten very religious. He talks a lot about God. He talks about a lot about, you know, hedonism and how all of this, you know, dating mess that people are in now and the hookup culture and all that is actually quite bad. So I think he's probably reflecting on his own life in an interesting and unique way. But I will say this. Um the message about money, and I'm not somebody who, I'm not into flashy cars. I'm not into, I'm not into fancy stuff. I mean, look what I'm wearing, you know, like it is what it is. I'm not into fancy stuff. I do spend money on things like really good quality food from farms and things like that. But one thing I learned in the last few years is that money is freedom. You know, you have money and I know you guys do very well as a couple. Money gives you opportunities to travel where you want, to live where you want, to build the life you want for yourself. If you have children, to be able to put them in the schools that you want to put them in. And so that message, even though Andrew Tate chooses to maybe get a fancy car with his own money um, or chooses to do whatever, or with Trist- the camera's money, <laughs> whatever he's doing, um, that's a whole separate story. <laughs> yeah, the idea that money is freedom, I think, is a very powerful message. No, I would like I to see so. much more. I would like to see guys listening to that and focusing on that, and knowing full well that the more financially stable you are, yes, you are going to attract more women. Now, that doesn't mean every like being wo- organized. I'd say like just or um, Jordan Peterson saying the same thing, right? Like it's just be, like cleaning your room and like doing well for yourself, get a job, all these things, right? It's, like, also, that good, money yeah. though, like that money then is security for that woman. If that woman decides she doesn't want to work, if she wants to have a child and stay home and he's financially stable, that's, that's 
really like nice because you, you go and you have a baby and you'll see this. You're going to come home and you're going to be nursing or doing whatever. And a few months, you're going to be like, I'm out, man. I'm out. I'm just doing this, you know? So you need, that provides a lot of security and a lot of peace for women. So, I mean, I've been a big fan of a lot of his messaging. Not all that I don't agree with everything, but mm-hmm. I, I am very, very um, warm to see where he's landed in the last couple of months. We'll see what happens next. This mm-hmm. has been really enjoyable. Yeah. I fun. love talking to you. <laughs> yeah. um, you've been very transparent about your mm-hmm. life. I'm always transparent about my life and the mm-hmm. bad. I've made plenty of mistakes myself. Um, plenty of decisions that I would probably do it a little bit differently. But I really appreciate you coming on board. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really fun for sure. It's always fun to talk to people with different opinions. So yeah, I, I enjoy so it. Too. I enjoy it. Yeah. So you're welcome anytime. Thank you. Tell Destiny I'm going to be uh, reaching out to him for a debate. Not with me, with somebody else. We'll mm-hmm. see. He's always so game for stuff. I think he yeah, just loves the. He loves the heat he of the fight. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you for being here. And yeah, tell people you. where they can find you if they're interested in following. Um, Twitch.tv slash Melina. Then I have an Instagram, Melina Joranson. I have a YouTube, Melina.Joranson. And then I guess Fansley. <laughs> you can find oh, that man. in the link trees or whatever. I didn't even get, you didn't even get to hear me talking about the OnlyFans. <laughs> Deli, where's the button? Oh, nasty, uh, nasty, <laughs> Melina. Don't hey, be do- listen. I will show you some later. Don't okay, they're be very doing nice. nasty, not nasty stuff. It's all good. The- it's very classy oh, yeah. stuff. I listen, promise. Listen, y'all. You. I knew. Classy. I knew there was a chance I was gonna have to play mama here because I'm <laughs> old, way older than she is. And don't be doing nasty stuff. Or if your mama doesn't care, I'm gonna be calling you and being like, mm. "All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm gonna be back here on Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Keep it spicy. Hit that subscribe button." Hit that like button. Listen, if you don't subscribe and you don't hit the like, how am I going to know that you want to hear more of this crazy stuff? We love you. We'll see you soon. Bye.